Hi everyone, I'm Aura Ogorian with ACAP Advisors and Accountants, and welcome to another edition of the ACAP Recap, where we go behind the blog and answer some of your most important questions. Today, we're gonna to cover SPACs. What are they, why do they exist, and why should you care? But before we begin, remember to subscribe, like, and share our channel. And if there's a topic that you want us to cover, be sure to make a comment below or send us a message and we will be sure to cover it in a future video. probably more familiar with the IPO or the initial public offering because it's been around a lot longer. But the SPAC has actually been around since 1993. The SPAC actually stands for Special Purpose Acquisition Company. And like I said, it's been around since 1993, but it's only recently become very popular. The SPAC is a publicly traded company that only invests in, uh, its only purpose is to invest in another company or to merge with another company. It doesn't produce any products or any services, and it's actually a shell company. And sometimes it's called a blank check company because it's created with, like I said, the intent of either buying another company, existing company, usually private, sometimes public, or with the intent of merging with another company. Now let's talk about some of the differences between an IPO and an SPAC and why someone would do an SPAC versus an IPO. An IPO is actually an existing company. It's a company that has been around maybe for a while that actually produces something or sells a service. It may not be profitable, but at least it's a company that has employees, it has revenues, maybe some revenues, but it's creating or, or, or doing something. An SPAC, as I said earlier, is a shell. It goes public um, through an IPO, but it doesn't actually own anything. It doesn't actually make anything. What it does when it goes IPO, it uses those proceeds to then go out and buy another company. Now, the difference between an SPAC and an IPO, or one of the differences, is that an IPO takes much longer for it to become an initial public offering. So if you've got a company that's private and it wants to become IPO, the process is much longer than an SPAC going IPO. And the reason is because when you have a company that's existing and it's making money and it's got uh, prop or maybe not, may not have profits, but those financial statements have to be reviewed and audited and uh, presented before it goes and become IPO. Because an SPAC is not a company yet, it's just a shell company, there are no financial statements to review. So the IPO process is much faster on an SPAC than it is on a traditional IPO because there are no financials to, to be reviewed. Once that SPAC goes IPO and, and raises the money, then it takes that money and then starts investing in a private company. So you're not going to know what it actually invests in until it actually has gone IPO. Now let's talk about some of the advantages of an SPAC. I mentioned earlier that an SPAC is much faster as far as a process for it to go IPO than a traditional IPO. So a traditional IPO, traditional private company that wants to go IPO, usually takes about six to 12 months versus an SPAC can only can go IPO in just a few months, maybe in a few short months. 
Also, it's cheaper for an SPAC to go IPO than it is for a traditional company to go IPO. And that's because, as I mentioned earlier, there are no financial statements to review on an SPAC because it's a shell company. On a traditional IPO, it costs about 7% of the gross proceeds uh, because there's costs for legal costs and accounting costs. But because there are no financial statements, again, the SPAC cost is significantly less. Lastly, a SPAC is, a, is an alternative funding source for smaller companies that may not have access to the IPO market or may not make sense for them to go IPO. So if they're a small company and they're a private company and they just don't have the financial wherewithal or the capacity to do an IPO, an SPAC may be an alternative funding source for those types of companies. The conversation wouldn't be complete unless we talk about the disadvantages of investing in an SPAC. One of them is the blind investing. That you have to have a lot of faith in the sponsors of the SPAC before you invest in it because you don't know what they're going to invest in after they've uh, uh, collected the funds. Remember, the SPAC, when it goes IPO, is a shell company. It's a blank check company, meaning that when you invest in it, you don't know what it's going to invest in once they've received all the funds. Also, there's a deadline pressure for SPACs, typically two years. So they have two years for that SPAC to use the funds to buy a, uh, a private company or invest in a private company. Sometimes they might con uh, contract that to 18 months. And that puts a lot of pressure on the SPAC sponsor to either quickly invest in a company, it could be a bad company, or to return the funds. Obviously, they're going to have an invest incentive to invest in the company. And if they're doing it very quickly, they might invest in a company that might not be as profitable, uh, which leads us to the third drawback of an S an SPAC. Most SPACs have a very low success rate. Uh, in fact, according to a Harvard Business Review study, the majority of people who benefit from an SPAC are the sponsors and not so much the investors, which is the reason why you see a lot of high profile celebrities and um, high profile individuals starting SPACs because it's very lucrative for them. And again, not so much for the investors themselves. Thank you for joining me for another edition of the ACAP Recap. Remember to like, subscribe, and share our channel. And if there's a topic that you want us to cover, make sure you to make sure you include it in the comments section below or send us a message, and we will be sure to cover it in the next edition or a future edition of our videos.